we're rolling on one, two, three, roll them. Alright, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to episode number 29 of the Between the Cracks podcast. I am your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Now, Chris, this is the fourth time I've done this fucking opening, bud, so no more fucking bullshit stupid jokes. Let's just get right to it. How are you? Um, well, it seems like every time we go to record, it's another hot as fuck day. Well, dude, I mean, we, we, we have to level with the people here. We were supposed to be recording this in studio together, but uh, we had so many fucking audio problems and malfunctions that we just gave up on it. It was just too much to handle. Basically, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. No, we have no fucking clue. It, so, <laughs> we ran into the same issue that we did last time we tried to record in person <laughs> with no workaround. And acted surprised that it fucking happened again. <laughs> oh, we're But I, I think it worked out well because we ended up going out to Terrapin. We got fucking lit. I mean, it was too Whoa. much. So it would have been a it would have been a very, very sloppy episode. Yeah, we um, well, we had a actually it wasn't even a post research; it was a pre research uh, drinking. I guess we were supposed to go out. We were supposed to, we started drinking too early, and then uh, we had to postpone our research for the following day. So it all worked out well in the end. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, bud. Uh, I just got in from mowing the fucking lawn, and I'm irritable. And I think you would know why, because it's 5,000 fucking degrees out. We have to make this show fucking quick tonight. It has to be kept to a minimum of 45 minutes, bud. We cannot keep ourselves trapped in these fucking hot ovens much longer than that. Yeah, I'm done with this. I mean, the next two days are going to be hotter than today. And, you know, like at this point, fall just needs to get here. If it's this hot in New York, there's no way in hell I'm ever going further south than this. Uh, it's gonna, you're going to have to start going uh, north. Like I said, I'm getting a piece of property up in Maine at some point, and uh, that's that's where I'm just retiring to. Fuck this shit. What else we have going on uh, this Sunday, or, or starting tonight, if everybody falls, Shark Week. Ooh, that's here. back. I used to love watching this as a kid, and, you know, like, they would basically go over different shark attacks that have happened in the past, and, like, survivors that would talk about their encounter with sharks but like year after year it just keeps getting worse and worse and now it's to the point where it's just like all the dramatics like they have all the graphics on the screen too like it's the things going at fucking 87 miles an hour the, uh, know, at the, the 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 rate of force at which the impact is it's fucking stupid it's but yeah it's overkill yeah i mean they they i think i don't know it was a couple years ago where they actually tried to uh do uh, megalodon hunting or, oh, or searching for, and and they even went as far as to show, uh, quote unquote, footage of one at night, which of course you can't see shit but the water moving, <laughs> well, and <laughs> which is very similar to our story tonight. tonight. Oh my god! Well, I, I love it. Don't you love how it's always a cloudy image, like all this fucking up to date mm. modern equipment, like you know they can pinpoint a fucking you know a, a car in your driveway yeah. from fucking space but they just it, it's just out of fucking reach night vision too i mean like with with such detail and yet what happens here is like is, the like the bitch can't swim around in the daytime <laughs> well it doesn't want to be seen bill that's why <laughs> it's just funny and i was I, I briefly started watching it and i had to turn it off because it is that like stupid drama and like there was a part where these two guys go into the water 
in a cage and they're trying to get footage of a mako shark so they throw a throw a chumpsicle in the water and this 10 foot mako comes in and the guy goes all right we're gonna come out of the cage and take footage and then the guy on the boat is like uh he goes oh i don't know if you should go out of the cage you know the, this that's a big shark and they go well that's what we came here for bob we're going in and i'm like oh, come on Give me a fucking break, you assholes. Yeah, it's just it's so fucking staged drama. I mean, this is why I don't watch reality TV. It's just... Bro, it's like, you know, like, they used to have, like, decent footage on there. Like, they used to do aerial shots of, like, local beaches and shit. And I watched one episode one year, and there was a marine biologist on there, and he was trying to prove that sharks aren't um, naturally aggressive towards humans. And they had an aerial shot taken from a helicopter flying above but you could see dude it was fucking insane like so all the people at the beach are swimming around and there are fucking 50 to 60 sharks just circling around them like so oh the, but the people didn't even know they were there man it was fucking terrifying that shit that's the eerie thing about sharks is why i'll never go into deep water in the ocean look it's Fuck their that. fucking turf it's their well, turf do you ever see like these things when people are on boats and shit like that and they just jump off of like so they have like uh like a yacht or some shit, and they just jump off to swim in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, get the. F- How do you know what's no, the fucking shark right there? You, you don't. You don't know anything, and that's like. Well, there was just recently uh, an attack in Maine. You saw that that shark attack in Maine, that fatal attack. Ah, oh, that's brutal. That was uh, a woman out of New York City who was actually killed. First fatal attack, I think, in Maine history. And they assume it's a great white, but she was like wearing a black wetsuit and she was swimming like twenty yards off the coastline. Dude, come on, man! It's probably and, it was a seal. She, yeah, th- exactly. And, it, and there's so many seals, like especially around Cape Cod area and up the coast there, that the the great whites patrol the coastline. So she got upended. So they, because they attack from underneath, which is even scarier because you don't know anything. You don't know where the thing is. Just like, they just blast you. you with such speed, you fucking probably break your ribs and shit right there. Well, yeah, they they take a bite out of your midsection, your, your organs, you're done. That's it. It reminds me when I was up in fucking York one year, there was actually a great white sighting near the uh, Nubble Lighthouse, like not oh, too shit. far from there. But they had a group of kayakers that were like circling around the time. But like it was like a day after that, after the sighting, they were out there in the water doing that. I'm like, you've got to be fucking insane to do something like that. Even seeing footage of a boat coming up and looking in the water and seeing this huge great white shark. Next time, even that freaks me the fuck out. Well, that, I can't imagine being there in person. It's so true, dude. I can't even go. Like I've always wanted to go whale watching, and I just can't, I don't have the balls to do it. I just cannot get myself to go out there. I'm always afraid. Like, what's stopping this motherfucker from just jumping out of the water and knocking the whole goddamn thing over? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like what you said before. It's their territory. Like you knock me yeah. into the fucking water, I'm gonna fucking just I'm gonna turn into dust. <laughs> I don't fuck around in the ocean. Like that's just. That's one thing that I leave to the sea creatures. F- fucking see ya. But, you know, this actually coincides nice to what we're talking about tonight, Chris, because uh, you know how they get... I'm sure Shark Week must have something like it, but you know like how these shows do, like, who would win in a fucking fight, uh, an alligator versus a fucking grizzly bear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know damn well, especially as the Shark Week goes on, it gets lamer and lamer each year. <laughs> we're eventually going to have a special, who would win in a fight? A prehistoric megalodon? Or, tonight's topic, Bigfoot. I don't think it'd be a good fight, Chris, but uh, hopefully old uh, Sasquatch could put up uh, a decent fight. And in this corner... No! Standing at anywhere from 6 to 15 feet tall. (laughs) As you're going to hear tonight, folks, 
the descriptions of the spat fuck just just they're all over the place. It's, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. I love I love the the estimated sizes. Even when the encounters are made, it was anywhere from six to eight feet. That's so fucking stupid. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's slow down, Chris. And enough with the negativity from me. Let's uh get into it. Let's get into the rhythm of the show. Uh, tell everybody what we're talking about first, and and then leave our uh impressions or uh opinions till uh later in the show but let's give the good people uh you know some uh background on what we're discussing tonight first with that said and uh if you weren't listening and you tuned out which i can't blame you for tonight we're gonna be talking about bigfoot or as some people like to refer to him or her as sasquatch now chris we want to be all inclusive here so we don't know if it's a fucking guy or a girl okay (laughs) Well, let's also take into account gender fluidity, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Look at us. Look at us we, go. We do want to be politically correct. It is 2020. Now, Chris, I mean, we're joking around. Male, female, we don't know, bud, but uh, a lot of people do consider Bigfoot to be the quote-unquote missing link between us humans and our great ape ancestors. So, uh... We have to look into this a little deeper, so before we do anything else, why don't you give us a quick description of what the fuck Bigfoot or uh, Sasquatch looks like for those people that might not know. So, as most of you probably have heard of Bigfoot or Sasquatch, it's a very large, hairy, muscular, almost basically, like we're mentioning, a human ape-ish, because obviously, well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some humans probably are as hairy as this <laughs> this creature but this is a what is referred to as a bipedal meaning it walks on its two limbs or feet and it's ape-like and from reports can vary from anywhere from six to nine feet well we've also seen some reports <laughs> saying upwards of 15 fucking feet a just I mean, how that thing would hide is, is beyond me, but mostly what people have seen, not the, if they have not seen the figure itself, is the footprints. And the footprints, of course, which give it its name, Bigfoot, are over two feet in size and as much as eight inches wide. This is nothing new. This guy's been around forever. Encounters and sightings of Bigfoot go all the way back to the fucking Native Americans. So, and the thing is that the stories throughout history are somewhat fucking similar. Like, there'll be instances of them saying that they see him swinging in fucking trees, leaves shaking, fucking growls, howlings, large fucking footprints, as Chris had mentioned. The only difference that which seems to uh, be constant is the behavioral patterns of the aforementioned Bigfoot. Some saying that they're skittish and they're shy and will instantly run away from you, or some saying that they could be actually very aggressive. So uh, you got to take your pick and read into each story wisely. I guess it's like any other kind of fucking animal or fucking primate. You run into the wrong one and you could find yourself in trouble. Because folks, you can find yourself on the wrong side of a Bigfoot. Good grief. (laughs) Chris, if we were recording live, everybody would have tuned out. Oh, (laughs) but my good people... So, like Bill had mentioned, this, a lot of these reports have started way back in the 1800s to, with a lot of Indian tribes. The name Bigfoot, the origin, actually comes from what one Wyandot chief gave the nickname in the 1830s because of the immense size of the foot 
where uh, that is where Bigfoot ha actually derived from. And they said that the strength of this thing was Herculean. Well, like you said before, there's so much information about this fucking thing. Like, even with the name of Bigfoot, where it comes from, like, you know, you just said that it originated from Indian uh, tribes. Now I found this other source on HowStuffWorks.com that said Bigfoot was actually a nickname for Sasquatch. And that was coined in 1958 by uh, some columnist named Andrew Gonzali. Even with that, just something as simple as a name. I mean, there's conflicting information on it, so we don't fucking know. And I think generally that happens when uh, you have no fucking evidence to support any of these claims. And I'm getting a little hot under the collar, Chris. <laughs> but we need to uh, we need to continue. So a lot of sightings happen in the Pacific Nor Northwest, even the ones mostly today. And what we were talking about in terms of folklore, this appears to be much more of a popular thing in Canada and in the northwest of the United States. So a lot of Oregon, Washington area, and then into the British Columbia area in Canada, where they've, you know, there's there's evidence and a lot of YouTube videos uh, with sightings in those areas. You, you hear of the sightings and, you know, these kind of like remote encounters, but you never hear of the Sasquatch actually being overly aggressive like i've never heard of bigfoot fucking eating something or eating a carcass or ripping a shit out of a couple fucking humans you know you never hear anything <laughs> like that it's almost like i mean is he supposed to be like a vegetarian or something it really depends and if you watch certain videos one person reports on one of these videos and i don't know if it was georgia or somewhere in the south where this family had lived generations of this family lived in this land since the 1700s and apparently each generation had seen this bigfoot and one of the guys says he claims that he saw Bigfoot carrying a deer carcass. Ooh. Could that have just been a fat hunter? <laughs> but it's crazy because when there's... So there's obviously a ton of sightings that we mentioned too, and this has been happening for many years. But one photo which got some press was this 2007 photo of what they're saying is an unidentified animal that the Bigfoot field research organization claimed uh was a juvenile bigfoot but uh gaming commission actually said that what it was was a bear with mange at least that's what they thought it was i've seen videos of like a like a wolf with mange and a, and a bear with mange. like they're they, they fucking almost unidentifiable you know like a lot of reports of like chupacabra that could be just right. like a coyote with mange and it looks like a completely different fucking animal so oh, i'm yeah. i'm looking at this picture and i'll post it on fucking instagram later it's that 2007 photo that Chris was talking about uh, from uh, the BFRO. See how I'm getting uh, hip there, Chris? The Bigfoot Field Research Organization, okay? BFRO. Now, there's this picture of what they call the juvenile uh, Sasquatch. And, I mean, it's fucking awkward looking. I mean, first look at it. I mean, I would instantly think orangutan. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, the appendages, like the, the fucking the, the legs... Looks so fucking long, and I. But I guess if the bear had mange and the hair was kind of falling off, and it was really gaunt, I guess uh, you know the length of the leg would look a little bit uh, abnormal against the body compared to a bear that was healthy. But it's I'm crazy. looking. At, I'm looking at this fucking thing. And I, I mean, <laughs> that makes for great radio when we're uh, looking at something and everybody's just listening. But <laughs> I <laughs> guess check this out. <laughs> the fucking thing. What's it look like to you? Well, the picture I'm looking at 
which it's a one on that Wikipedia page, right? Right, which of course is dark. It was taken at night. It always is. It's it's blurry. (laughs) It does not look like a bear. Definitely wouldn't look like a bear. Does not look like that. Even a one that that has mange. There's just the legs are too long. The the arms are too long, and the body has a shape of like a half man, half ape looking thing. But what is this picture even of? Like is this could be a computer animation for all I know. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it, it could be anything. You're right. It could be fucking anything. It looks like the thing's walking into some kind of, like, <laughs> building. There's a couple of, like, little bushes or twigs in front of it. So, I mean, it is definitely... Um, it is in a hurry. I mean, it looks like he's uh, had a long day at the office is what it looks like here. <laughs> but uh, let's put it this way, Chris. It is a very nondescript uh, picture. You're not really going to get much... <laughs> you're not going to get much out of this. But... Uh, Let's go back in time. Let's go back to 1967. And I'm sure if anybody's ever researched Bigfoot or had any interest in looking him up or Googling the motherfucker, you're going to eventually come across this piece of footage, which is called the Patterson-Gimlin film. Now, this is, to this day, the most uh, popular piece of footage slash evidence that people have and use when discussing Bigfoot. Now, Chris, did you get a chance to watch it? I did. And if you're seeing it, obviously, the original footage, of course, is very blurry. Blurry. Let's lay it on the blurry, grainy, out of focus. <laughs> it appears the camera just they was ju- not they in ju- focus. <laughs> they, the would, they were just not fast enough. <laughs> either that or this thing was walking at a brisk 70 miles an hour and that's all they could get but uh you know to be honest though like when you look at this footage and especially you know dating back to the 60s so that definitely adds a bit of uh eeriness to it and uh, you know it might seem that it gives it a little bit more for lack of a better word validity right because i mean it, it is so grainy but you could kind of make it out better than you could make it out in any other piece of evidence or video or pictures that people have come up with since this oh, fucking, yeah. this footage. So you can see how uh, this would be taken as the most viable piece of evidence to date. So basically what it shows is like these guys are in Northern California and it's like this rocky mountainous region, right? There's some fucking trees around, r- larger boulders and whatnot, and they're filming it and Bigfoot, as we see him, he's walking through this rocky fucking area, this hilly mountainous region, and He kind of looks back at the camera, and at first glance to me, it looks like a big-ass fucking gorilla costume, right? But the thing here is, it's rather convincing, and again, it has to do with the quality of the film. But the way the arms are swaying, and the way the palms are kind of cuffing when they walk, and there looks like there is some kind of like muscular movement throughout this fucking body what i'm trying to say is that you just can't automatically dismiss it as a costume i mean they, they, they put a lot of effort into this if this was indeed a hoax right so one of the one of the videos where somebody actually kind of i don't know he does like a 4k video of this thing so he basically tries clearing it up so you could see more of more of a detail of what this thing looked like when it was walking and he describes that because of the, of the musculature that you could see it actually kind of moving that it couldn't have been a suit it was if, if anything it was basically someone like having makeup put on them and hair added to their body if this was a hoax he goes into further detail and in showing that areas of the arm 
that look like the hair is worn off. And he says that's because the arms, as they sway, they're brushing against the body. So that, that he's basically describing that if that this thing he thinks is real, and that it makes sense that there's like a blotch of missing hair that has basically due to this thing's arms swaying the way they are who the fuck knows well that that video was on youtube and that's by a guy named wayne dowson and i'm looking at it right now he does a great job on this thing where he actually completely analyzes it so much so that he breaks the film down where it it almost looks modern day modern day ish right so i mean it gives you a very clear view of it and he makes a fucking compelling argument that you know at least in his eyes, he thinks that thing might be fucking real. He doesn't think it's a costume. I, I mean, when he clarifies it the way he does, and yeah, for 1967, for them to be able to replicate something like that would probably be pretty extravagant. Well, that's the thing. You have to keep that in, in, in mind, too. You know, we're dealing with something that took place over 50 years ago at this point. So the funny thing about that Patterson-Gimlin video is that it has never... 100% been dismissed as a hoax, Chris. So, I mean, that is still out there for people to uh, to make a judgment call um, of their own on, because uh, the fuck if we know. Now, with that said, there have been some jokesters or hoaxers that have been caught. Am I right? Now, let me swing around the mic here. Chris. <laughs> yes, lots of. In fact... You could argue that every sighting ever was a hoax, but let's go into some more a more famous one that happened in July of 2008. A man by the name Rick Dyer apparently discovered a dead Sasquatch in northern Georgia. So Tom Biscardi, who was a popular Bigfoot enthusiast, was was contacted to investigate, and apparently Dyer and I guess his friend uh, Matt Witten received $50,000 from the Searching for Bigfoot Incorporated as a good faith gesture. Oh my God. Very, very interesting. Um, and the story was covered by a bunch of major news networks like CNN, ABC, Fox. And soon after, uh, the press admitted that it was a hoax after being confronted by a uh, the executive director of squashdetective.com now $50,000 are you fucking kidding uh, so whether or not that was a joke in itself which it probably was Dyer ends up actually admitting that the picture of this corpse that he found was a hoax and it was actually a prop that was made uh, by, by somebody he contacted uh, so that was completely confirm that it was it was not real even though Dyer apparently says that he actually did find a real one but he didn't want to take the real one with him because he was afraid that it might be stolen good grief <laughs> anyway that was probably the most famous hoax for Bigfoot but there's been so many apparent sightings that are neither confirmed nor denied just hearsay stuff in fact Bill would you like to go into one that was just recently released uh, chris i mean this is incredible and what fucking luck we have here because one just happened to take place in our area recently okay it was a sighting that took place back in june in the beautiful historic town of hyde park new york now chris unpronounced to me and maybe you knew this but i didn't i found out that there was actually a hudson valley bigfoot research group did you know that 
No way. <laughs> oh, yes way, Jose. And now, Chris, this is coming from the News 12 Westchester site. So, I mean, this is spreading like wildfire, okay? We're in Dutchess County. This is all the way down in Westchester. This is how much fucking interest this case is gaining. So, apparently, there's this lovely young lady by the name of Gail Beatty, who is the lead researcher. And apparently, she received a call about a mysterious encounter that took place in Hyde Park, on July 2nd, so I stand corrected, it wasn't late June, it was early July, that a creature, and I quote here, the creature jumped up into a tree above her, and branches and leaves started falling on her, and then the creature started to move from tree to tree, said uh, Beatty. But now the interesting thing here is that the woman who was in the woods and had this encounter, she had her phone on the ready, right? How's that? On the ready, Chris, you like that? <laughs> so, and uh, she happened to get... Uh, not any footage, mind you. No footage. But she was able to get some audio of uh, old uh, Bigfoot. And I'm going to play it now. Chris, you're going to let me know what you think, buddy. Now, uh, Chris... Uh, well, <laughs> may I ask uh, what you think of that? Well, at first here, uh, it sounded like the local emergency <laughs> alert system. Don't say it. <laughs> going off uh, a siren, if anything. But then it does end kind of interesting, almost like an echo. <laughs> My man, what she actually was recording was a police car that was flying by. I mean, it, de- <laughs> it definitely sounds like the uh, the sound of like um, a, a firehouse, the alarm going off, and then cut off before it gets to its completion. But you're right, though. There is an element of eeriness to it because, I mean, you know, it's set in the woods and it, it could be mistaken as uh, something screaming for fucking help or something. I don't know. Can you imagine being in the woods alone and something, apparently, this thing that was coming towards her was, you know, trees and bushes were parting from this giant six to seven foot thing that approached her. Catching that, that scream or whatever the fuck that was on on film like that set deep back in the woods. I mean, I mean, uh, if it was manipulated to some degree, uh, she did a nice job on it. Yeah, it definitely has an eerie... And in... There's been other areas or sightings that have recordings of apparent audio, and it doesn't sound anything like that, but who knows? I mean, a Canadian Bigfoot could have a different call than the American Bigfoot. But, but, I mean, that's the funny thing about hoaxes, dude. Like, what's the fucking point? I guess it's to get, like, attention? Because I was just looking at the fucking Loch Ness Monster shit again, and apparently that was a remote control submarine with some kind of, like, piece of fucking piping or some kind of material attached to the top of it to give the impression that there was some kind of monster swimming in this uh, body of water, which is fucking odd. But, like, what are you doing it for? So, like, who are you, like... For themselves. I can't see any other reason because the person who's getting footage... First of all, if I ever see footage, especially from today, that's blurry, I already think you're full of shit. There's just no... Yeah. There's, I, in 2020, if you got a blurry-ass fucking picture, you're full of shit. I'm yeah, on board with there's, that. There's just no, there's no excuse for that. I don't know. I think that this Hyde Park thing might also be a case of that, but... (laughs) 
What's interesting, Bill, is that this is not the first sighting in that area. Oh no, that has no, no, happened. no, Chris. I mean, as always, bud, you are spot on. That was one of many reports of Bigfoot in our neck of the woods, bud. Uh, even more so now. It's getting a little bit closer to me, bud, uh, because this <laughs> one goes back to. Uh, 2009 and these are from uh our friends at the bigfoot field researchers organization now chris and i actually did a little field research on this one because uh we found this uh, little piece of evidence and we ran with it apparently in the summer of 2009 june 22nd to be more specific there was a sighting of bigfoot in rhinebeck bud and uh, more specifically on pilgrim's progress road now I'm sure a lot of you, especially from overseas, are not familiar with Rhinebeck. It's a quaint, beautiful little town in northern Dutchess County in New York. But there are some back roads that are relatively desolate, you know, and uh, Pilgrim's Progress happens to be one of them. So basically, it's a back road that connects two main roads, 199 and 9G. But when you drive down Pilgrim's Progress Road, there is a lot of... uh, wilderness areas so uh what chris and i did because i'm not too far from there hopped in my jeep doorless mind you and i mean this just shows what we what we do for our our listeners right chris we actually hop in a jeep go out to pilgrim's progress road and uh hit the fucking woods for lack of a better word and um i'll tell you one thing i may not believe in bigfoot but it got a little uh creepy out there am i right chris yeah, it's actually a beautiful little back road. Chris, please, go along with it. It was creepy. <laughs> no, no, but it, it there was some eerie areas. Like, uh, there's a lot of spots where the trees kind of part a little bit, and then it's an opening into, like, a field. It goes into, like, deep woods. So there's some areas there where I could see it being a little... A little creepy. A little especially, sure. the, you know, the, 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 uh, the later... Too. Yes, Chris, the closer that you get to dusk, uh, the creepier it'll get. Chris, I'm going to actually read you a bit of the eyewitness account. This is what the witness wrote and was observed on the BFRO website. So, uh, this witness said, The road is very curvy. I passed this turn... And in the middle of the road was a Hannaford bag. Now, Hannaford, for those of you that don't know, they're out of the country. That is a supermarket here in uh, the Northeast area. And inside the bag was an open cereal box and a log placed in the bag. Ooh. (laughs) A log of what? (laughs) What kind of log? (laughs) I think I have to add in a sound sound effect there. Um, I had to go in the left lane to miss the bag. I mean, how slow was she going that she could tell the contents of the fucking bag? Why not just walk? I mean, an evasive maneuver for a, a Hannaford bag in the road. As I passed the bag, something darted behind my car from the left. I looked in my rear mirror and saw this big black thing right where the bag was. <laughs> <laughs> At first, Chris, please. At first. I thought it was a bear because it looked like it was on all fours. I kept driving, looking in my rearview mirror. After a few seconds, it was out of my vision. I kept driving down the road until I pulled into a driveway on to, on the right and turned around to see what it was. What are you thinking? <laughs> As I got to the location where the bag was, I noticed that the bag was missing. I kept driving for another two-tenths of a mile down the road past the 20-mile-an-hour sign. 
As I turned, I saw something walking on two feet about 50 yards in front of my car. So now you're just playing with fire if you're actually seeing shit. Are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> it was walking on the side of the road. I could see that it was definitely not a bear. It was black, and it looked as if it, its hair was short. Its back was towards me, and the shoulders were very broad. It looked like it was slouching. I mean, this could be me, Chris. I have bad posture. This could very well be me. <laughs> I it, mean, in an open box of cereal, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't see its arms. I don't know if it was holding something or if it was the way it walked. I'm about six foot five, and it looked like it was taller than me from what I saw. I saw it for a good three to four seconds until it leaped up this little hill to the right. I sped up to the location I saw it leap from and got out of my vehicle. Mm, that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I looked all around because there weren't many trees. The grass was very high, though. I didn't see it at all after that. I was nervous, confused, and excited. At the so same nervous time. that you that you turned around, went back, and got out of your car. <laughs> so nervous for your limbs to be ripped off. <laughs> so. uh Take that as you will, Chris, but that is our great Rhinebeck Bigfoot encounter. Even though I think this is all shit, but the f- the funny thing is it, it was apparently uh, shopping at Hanford that night. <laughs> for, a <box laughs> of, for, for a box of cereal and a log. Now, I mean, we you, you are absolutely right here. I mean, what do we take from this information? I mean, you, you, apparently you're six foot five. You see something that's taller than you, so the, you're assuming that the motherfucker must be seven feet tall. Walking down the side of the road, it's darting all over the place, disappears into nothingness, right? Because this guy said that there was no fucking woods, just tall grass, so would the thing just slither away? Which is weird, because, I mean, this is dated back in 2009, but when we went down it, there was plenty of woods, trees along the roadside, and then there was grassy fields, Yeah, but then those led into woods. Well, what was crazy is that there were some, like, entrances where I would assume that you know, people are riding fucking quads or dirt bikes around like that because they're like kind of indented yeah. shrubbery and shit like that. So, I mean, that, that adds to the uh, the uh, lure of it too, uh, you know? So, June at 630, the, there would be light still. That that would be, that's like the first day of summer. Well, that's or, what this, this fucking guy is saying. I mean, he, he seems to get a, have gotten a pretty good description of him to say that the guy had short black hair, whatever, sound is, whatever kind of fucking cereal was in the goddamn bag. So, I mean, he must have kept a keen eye on... Old Sasquatch here. <laughs> All right, good to know. Cereal as bait. Um, <laughs> and you know, like these stories that come out, whether they're they're real or someone just looking for attention, I always kind of love how they kind of add like a little bit of a mysterious type of, uh, you know, like this this mythological beast creature thing. And, it, and if it's around Halloween, it makes it even better, right? Because you're just kind of... It's kind of getting you prepped for the... Well, these things know. are always great. I mean, even though, like, you know, we discuss paranormal shit a lot on this episode. So, like, now with this cryptozoology type of shit, I mean, it you can't 100% denounce it. I mean, you, you could say that, you know, you're 99.9% sure that you don't believe it's true. But would you be willing to go into the woods if you heard a scream like that? I uh, fucking would. fucking hard no. <laughs> yeah, I, you, can't, you can never discount... Anything truly, and that I mean, even but, goes with like UFOs and alien life form. Like that, that's yeah. that's the interesting thing, and that's a lore about it, right? And how many times, you know, is there an instance where somebody's like, "Oh, that's not possible," and it ends up happening? You know, it's like there's who fucking knows? I mean, it all it's all these uh, science fiction movies and stuff that you see 
on 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 directors' takes of you know what they think aliens would look like or are there creatures, but who fucking knows? I don't know. It's possible, I guess. Do I believe it? Probably not. But but I'm not gonna say a hundred percent no. I mean, kudos if somebody encountered one in real life. That's probably a once in a lifetime thing. No. Yeah, man. I mean, that that that's the whole thing to all this. I mean, that's why it's still going around today. That's why this fucking Peterson, uh, what the fuck is it? Peterson Gilman, Gimlin? Oh, Pat- <laughs> Patterson Gimlin film. I mean, that's why this thing is still uh, viewed today. You know, there's just, it's that curiosity. Like, what if this thing was fucking real? So that would be the thing. That would be the fucking, like we had said earlier, so that that would be the missing link between the apes and uh, you know, all the uh, genealogy that we share with them. That would be the missing piece. Yeah. Though it would be interesting as to why there's so few of them, and maybe we can blame that on uh, us shrinking their... I suppose we would shrink their home so much that there would be more encounters, unless they're dying off or they're... Are you saying that cryptozoology life form is more important than strip malls, Chris? Is that what you're getting at? (laughs) So, Chris, before we wrap things up and we get into what we think... Uh, I guess we should just talk a little bit about what uh, others seem to think that Bigfoot is. And uh, more often than not, you're going to hear that it is some form of ape. Am I correct? Yeah, I and I get hearing that. I just don't get hearing that in the locations where people are apparently seeing it. Right? Well, that that's, that's, that's true. I was just looking this up, and um, one of the uh, researchers said that there was the possibility that they thought it could have been the uh, Gigantopithecus, which is a giant fucking primate, a giant ape. But the trouble with that, as Chris had said, there have been no reported fossils found in the Americas of this Gigantopithecus, right? I believe it has only been found in Asia. Uh, yes, they, they do say that there's never been any found in the, in the Americas. So that would rule that out. But it would have to be, if you're looking at it, especially if it's a, 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 a bipedaling, like the way I said that, Chris, a bipedaling <laughs> primate, what else could it be? It would have to be an ape of some sort. But uh, let's get a little take of what some of these scientists think, because they know more than us. And uh, I'm going to read you a little quote from, uh, this is dated, oh God, all the way back to 1996. So this is what I'm telling you. This is a USA Today article by Washington State zoologist John Crane and uh, my man Johnny, he just lights it up right away. There is no such thing as Bigfoot. No data other than material that's clearly been fabricated has been presented. In addition, scientists cite the fact that Bigfoot is alleged to have lived in regions unusual for a large, non-human primate. All recognized apes are found in tropics of Africa and Asia. So that's takes us right back to what we discussed even going back a little further with the gigantopithecus they just weren't indigenous to this fucking area so that makes the claim of it being a primate pretty much null and void chris so uh bigfoot takes another hit bud oh yeah one for the scientists yeah so i'm gonna uh hop on stage and give my uh two cents but if that's okay with you like i said i like to believe in, in, in all these mythical fucking things, you know, paranormal activity, 
UFO, alien life form, cryptozoological, cryptozoology fucking creatures. The best I could do here in this case to, to give uh, old Sasquatch a- a- any bit of relevancy is to say that best case scenario, you have an orangutan that escaped from some kind of fucking zoo or that someone may have had as a pet and maybe someone somewhere along the way came into contact with that. I mean, that could be the only fucking explanation that I could come up with. Or, as we said, it could be a bear with mange because I know sometimes when bears get really sick or even when they're not sick, they will walk on their hind legs. And, I mean, that's pretty fucking creepy looking. So, I mean, you could imagine a bear that's kind of like fucking balding eight feet tall, walking on its hind legs. So, I mean, you can see how that could be taken as some cryptozoological fucking creature. But, Chris, I am on board with the good scientist here. I am calling bullshit. But you heard it here from me tonight. There is no Bigfoot. Now, with that said, what says you? I don't have any doubts whatsoever. Uh, I, I've, I never have no evidence or any other descriptions have led me to believe that there are anything out there but the imagination of people i call bullshit as well um oh that's not nice i just other than people misidentifying a a known animal or them just looking for attention i don't see i don't see bigfoot Existing, and I don't even see that there could be even anything like a Bigfoot existing in the areas that people are saying they are. Well, I left when they find the fossils, but there were fossils that were found in fucking Asia and Africa and tried to place them in New York. Oh, and and the footprints that they find? I mean, come on. Nothing here adds up. None of it makes sense. The best fucking piece of footage we have to go on was taken 50 years ago in what looks like a guy walking in a gorilla costume. So that's really all we have. Any fossil or any kind of bullshit that they find relating to, you know, primates from fucking hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, they've all been found in fucking Asia and Africa. Nothing that they've even remotely been able to trace uh, to the, uh, you know, northeast area. So, but, but with that said, Chris, we are now 29 for 29. We've done it again. We have solved the mystery of Bigfoot. There is no fucking Bigfoot. (laughs) We have debunked after much, much detailed investigation, have debunked the mystery of the Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. Well, Big fucking hoax is what it is. It was a fun white lesson, pal, but uh, you are no more. So now with that said... (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com. That is the official email for us and for our PayPal site if you wanted to throw us a few pennies to uh, help with podcasting needs. You know, if you feel like it, what the fuck can I tell you? If not, that's fine too. Otherwise, you can find us at uh, Between the Cracks Podcast on Facebook, or you can reach me directly at Between the Cracks Podcast on Instagram. If you see anything or you hear anything or anything that interests you that you want us to cover, let me know. You can just message me there, and I will get back to you. It may take a couple days, but I will at some point. (laughs) But uh, that's it, Chris. Uh, Until next week, bud. And next week's a big one, bud. That is episode number three zero. 30, dude. We've made it to 30. Who would have thought? 
Chris, please don't, uh, don't sound so fucking excited about it, bud. So, and we might be recording that before you fucking leave because Chris is going on vacation next week, so we have to get next week's episode in before he leaves. So we've got to find out a way to do this. But for you fine people, we will. I think we have covered every single fucking base that we have had to cover. So with that said, Chris and I bid you the fondest. Oh, farewell. Stupid fuck, my fucking sound was off. Yes. Oh, did I say Sasquatch? Yes. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So. (laughs) (laughs) What did you just say? What did you just say? Having very. Its ability to. Eh, whatever. Yeah, don't we have that thing on... Isn't that a sound effect on this fucking thing? So, so let me go into that thing. Oh, you fucking mother. I just found out there's a Hudson Valley Bigfoot... Oh, my God. Hold on, Chris. I'm trying to get the fucking uh, sound effect here. God damn it. Oh. Uh, Nina, Nina, no. No, no, no. All right, so we should just give our take on what this fucking thing is. I don't know what the fuck I want to say. I just want this shit to be over with.